Hi, I'm Steli. Hi, I'm Gavin. And this is SpongeBob SquareCast, a SpongeBob SquarePants podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's your day? It's been busy. With what? Podcasting. Oh, yeah. Podcasting with your mum, and then podcasting with your mum again, and then podcasting with you. Yeah. It's Podcast Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing great. You know what arrived today? What? In an Amazon package, what? amongst two other other things, Nativity 2, Danger in the Manger, on DVD. Wow, that's pretty quick, because that only got ordered yesterday. Like, it was like two days ago, Was I it think. two days ago? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Now, this is a dreadful movie. I don't by care. A, by any measure. But guess who is starring in it? David Tennant. <laughs> So that really revises the movie just like that. You are a fan of David Tennant. I am. He's, and not, I've, he's not an ugly man. I've seen enough bad David Tennant movies to not care. Yeah, he kind of agrees to do anything pretty much, doesn't he? Yeah. As long as you ask him nicely. I bet. I wonder if we could get him on this podcast. We could. You want to you wanna do this podcast about Spongebob? Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about him. Yeah. We could do a special David Tennant episode. A special David Tennant episode. (laughs) I mean, there's... I see people on my tickety-talk who met up with him two days ago because he was at like a Comic-Con thing. So we can fly over to England, you know. Or the United Kingdom, if you prefer. United Kingdom. Because I'm sure he does some some conferences and... In the homeland. In the, in the motherland, right? <laughs> of, of Scotland, that is. Yeah. What with him being Scottish? No. wonder yeah. if he was in any He seems like a nice episode. guy. Yeah. He does seem like a nice guy. I, 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 I so approve. if we just shoot an email, feel like, hey, whoa, c- come on over. Right. Let's have this now, th- nice. Uh, maybe falls apart when we can't pay him. We'll give him... Although you've got some of your college fund. We could give him some of that. We could give him... Um, we could make him um, a pillow. Now, if we were to get David Tennant on this and you were to interview him, would you be a mess? Would you be a giggling wreck? Uh, it's hard to say. You're kind of blushing thinking about it. I, I probably would... Fall apart immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a podcast. We could talk about his podcast on our podcast. What's this podcast about? He just interviews people. Oh, he's interviewing. Yeah, he just talks to people. Interesting. For like an hour and a half, huh? or an hour. I don't we know. could do that. We could, we could be do that. that. We could just. There's all these celebrities on his podcast, and then we'll be at a random. People in America. I think I'd be a mess. You'd be a mess? Mm-hmm. Would you fall for him, you know? I think I'd be overwhelmed by the, the magnitude of the situation, definitely. Yeah. Would you be amazed? Would you be starstruck? Yeah, because I, I haven't really talked to many famous people. What and, famous and it, people gone have you well. talked to? Well, I've spoken to some footballers. Which ones? Oh, nobody you've heard of. Okay, great. And uh, a couple of, 
couple of rock stars. Who? Noddy from Slade. Fancy. Yeah, he swore at me. Oh. <laughs> uh, Philip Albert, the Newcastle football player. I spoke to him, he swore at me as well. What What did you do? I just... See, my friend says this is this is where you go wrong is that you tell them what their name is and they already know what their name is because like oh it's Noddy from Slade and he, they swore at me and I was like oh it's Philip Albert and he swore at me as well right right enough when I saw Philip Albert I was standing next to him in the in the men's room of a nightclub in Newcastle so he probably wasn't looking for a conversation at that point oh <sighs> That anyway. sounds so fun. You've been in the room with famous people. Yeah. You were in the room with Linny Manuel Miranda, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Your best friends. You know? Yeah, he and I go way back to that conference in Orlando where he was did, speaking. Did yeah. you even say anything? No, no, no. Were you just... No, it was about 200 feet away from him. You could have said hi. You could have gone up and been like, he's, hey. he's He was like, if you ever get the chance to hear him speak and do like an interview... He's amazing. What a great guy. Yeah. Oh, you're back from spring break. How was your spring break? Oh, yeah. We've been here so long and forgot to talk about the wonderful Wisconsin. Sunny Wisconsin. Which is pretty grand. You were uh, winter sporting, weren't you? On tubes? Yep. For like hours? Three. <laughs> it looked like fun. You have a good time? I did. Wisconsin is very Wisconsin-y. So your first time in Wisconsin? Yes. It's nice. Yeah. Were you near Madison? Did you pass through Madison? You probably passed through Madison. Maybe. We kind of went like that and then we just went straight on up. Yeah. That's typically how you go. And then you came down to the UP. It took like 13 out, not 13, but like a solid 10, 12 hours getting back home from northern Wisconsin, which was nice. Yeah, you didn't get home until after midnight. I gave up. I went to my and bed. And we, we left at like 11 and with stopping to eat and, and coming you, back at midnight. And there's an hour difference. And there's the hour difference. Mm, from central so, time. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Shall we skip on then to the reason why we're here, which is to talk oh, yeah. about season three, episode 17B, David Tennant. the it's camping SpongeBob. episode. Right. The camping episode, yes. SpongebobDavidTennant.com. Yes. Would you like some fun facts about this one? I would love some fun facts about this This was first shown on April 3rd, 2004, so that's exactly 22 minus 4. It's 18 years ago. Wow. Great job. Thank you. It was written by Jay Lender, Sam Henderson, and Meriwether Williams. See, we could see if we'd got in with Meriwether Williams and done that interview, that might have been a stepping stone to do uh, David Tennant. And who else were we going to? Tom Kenny? No, there was. Oh, it was Adele. That was right. Oh, yeah, because I was going to fight Adele. I remember that. I'm still open to that offer, by the way. Right. This is the second episode where Patrick is left-handed when he's writing down how to set up a tent. He's right with his left hand, but in other episodes he's right-handed. I think what we're basically saying there is that starfish are ambidextrous. Yes. In 2003, a clip from this episode was used for a marathon titled Nickelodeon Lunch Tune. Well, that's pretty dull. 
Things Squidward does that attracts the sea bear. He plays a clarinet badly. He waves a, waves a flashlight back and forth. He eats cubed cheese, wears a sombrero, wears a hoop skirt, wears clown shoes, screeches like a chimpanzee. And this was the last episode that Dan Povenmeyer worked on. And this episode Dan Povenmeyer. Yeah. The creator of Phineas and Ferb. Oh, is it? Yes. Wow. In the Polish dub, this episode's title translates to Camping in the Wilds. In the original version of the Campfire song, when Spongebob points to Patrick, he was supposed to say, Letters, letters, letters. However, it was never used. Boo. Thank you to spongebob.fandom.com for those wonderful fun facts. Oh, you've got one? No. Oh. But I'm just, I have a thing to say. I have this beautiful list of top 10 best celebrity cameos on Spongebob. Right. So you can get Andy Samberg... On right, here, okay. Yeah. okay. We can't get David Bowie; he's dead. Dead. We can get John Hamm. We are not going to get John Hamm, but we could. But we could. We could. We could. Kristen Wig. Uh huh. Famous. 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 We could get David Hasselhoff. I'd love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> we could get Biz Markey. Biz Markey. Uh, we could get you. You got what I need. Ernest Borgnine and Tim Conway. Yeah, they're the Mermaid Man. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Yep. R. Lee Ermy, who is a who's a guy. Oh, good. Who's good at shouting at people as a as the guy who's like oh the uh, drill the, the, the drill, drill sergeant. sergeant. I drill think he sergeant. may be dead. Probably, and we also can't get Betty White because she's, she's also, also dead. Passed away. So, or we could get Keanu Reeves, but I don't think you like Keanu Reeves. So, oh, you don't mind I'm, Keanu. I'm ambivalent towards him. I prefer David Hasselhoff, and you know what? I think David Hasselhoff would do it. We could get David Hasselhoff. I'm sure. Wait, let's try. Anyway, and do that then. talk about his time on SpongeBob. Anyway, you ready, Stelly? I, I, Gavin. <laughs> we, open we open on up. Squidward, and it's the weekend. And it's it's the same weekend that SpongeBob and Patrick are going camping. So Yeah, so Squidward's he, quite happy with it. He this. hopes that they would get lost in the woods and never come back. Right. So two whole days without SpongeBob and Patrick and it's gonna be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then he t- finds out that they're actually camping ten feet outside of their house. Yep. And so, his backyard, basically. Front yard, isn't it? Front yard. Front yard. And his yard. Yard of the front. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, you know, you can see the front of the house. Yeah, so okay, I feel as though it would right, be okay. the backyard. Yeah, I, I can see. Yeah, it. okay. I okay. can see. Um, so, SpongeBob and Patrick have this beautiful conversation with Squidward after Squidward is telling them that they're not really camping. And SpongeBob says, have fun inside, mm-hmm. which Squidward takes offense to. Because he thinks that SpongeBob's saying that he can't take it. Yeah, they're like they're uh, trying to convince him to come along. Using a bit of re- reverse psychology. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't work the first time, and he tells them about it. He knows that this is what they're doing. And then SpongeBob says it again when he leaves, and he's like, "That's it. I'm going to show you how a real outdoorsman does it." Yep. So. Good use of outdoorsman, by the way. Yes. Well, that's what he says, I think. Yeah, still good use of it. Thank you so much. I, it's an honor. So he has this tent that he has to put up. Mm-hmm. And it's a 
remote control tent or whatever, it like does it by itself when you throw it up in the air because that's how that works. Yeah, and it kind of lucks out because that's what happens. And you think, you know, maybe it's going to be Squidward's day after all. And then it, um, so the tent doesn't work and then he kicks it to work and it doesn't, it just falls apart. Right. And SpongeBob and Patrick are writing all of this down because they think that he's a genius. Mm. Yes. So he is just like, I should just lie outside under the stars, you know, as you do. Mm -hmm. So they're going to eat marshmallows because that's, you know, traditional camping food. Yep. I'd say. Imitating astronauts. Have you ever had s'mores? Yeah, I didn't really care for it. Why not? (laughs) It was burnt. Then make not burnt s'mores. You want to get it golden brown. Mm-hmm. The two best versions of s'mores is either golden brown or just burning the crap out of that marshmallow <laughs> and putting it on. Yeah. That's how it works. I quite like the Girl Scout cookie s'mores. Well, then that means that you should spend six more dollars. Six bucks on that, really? Yeah. I'll give you six bucks for that. That's worth six bucks anybody's money. Yeah. Plugging <laughs> right now. You still doing that? Probably. Anyway, uh, they're going to eat marshmallows like astronauts because apparently that's what astronauts eat. Sure. Why not? So they have the bowls that they use in Sandy's dome randomly Mm -hmm. lying around and Squidward is going to eat Spanish barnacle. Swedish. Swedish. I didn't catch that. The Spanish ones are very different. What's different between Swedish and Spanish barnacle? Ham in them, I think. Probably. You know the Spanish in there. They like about yeah. a jambon. They do. I just, I didn't catch the line. But then Mama repeated it walking by and I thought that she said Spanish. She probably did. She probably did. That's I, Swedish. Yeah, Swedish. We love the Swedish. <laughs> sure. Do we? Name one we? famous Swedish person. Abba. That's true. That's, that's true. That's four of them. That's four right there. You think we could get Abba on this podcast? Not a chance. They, they're nominated for a Grammy. It's a good album. Have you listened to it? I have. I thought, and I'll have you know, I guessed it. When we were watching Eurovision and they were bringing all those band backs, guess who said, oh, they should bring ABBA back. And mm. you were like, I'm pretty sure one of them is dead. <laughs> Did I? That's what you said. I don't keep up with the whereabouts of the and names of ABBA. And then I was like, well, they should do that. And guess what happened months later? It's coming up for uh, Eurovision season. It is. I think there's an American version coming out. But D- rather than doing countries, it's all states. But That's I don't know if it's dumb. just camp. That's dumb. Anyway. Why are we doing that? Swedish barnacle balls. Swedish barnacle balls. <laughs> so he doesn't eat those because he forgot his can opener inside. And apparently that's not outdoorsy. Right. Uh, Patrick keeps on blowing his marshmallow burnt marshmallow onto squidward over and over again (laughs) and he's like what else can we do that isn't blowing molten marshmallow in my face (laughs) so then they sing the campfire song right the c-a-m-p-f-i-r-e-s-o-n-g song which i completely didn't do very well he does it very he does it very quickly patrick cannot c-a-m-p-f-i-r-e-s-o-n-g song C-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. Well done. Thank you. So he sings that 
and then smashes his guitar and Patrick breaks the drums because apparently that campfire song is a rock band material. It's, I think, one of the best songs in SpongeBob. On SpongeBob. The, the Christmas one's really, really good. That the, you can't beat the "Don't be a jerk, it's Christmas." Right, but this is pretty good. This is pretty good. This is this up is there. this is the SpongeBob version of "It's the End of the World as We Know It" because it's really, really quick. Yeah, sure. Why not? So Squidward starts playing his clarinet. Then, and I think he's playing Kumbaya. Maybe we don't know which would fit around a campfire. He doesn't know how to play clarinet very well. No, I could call a clarinet player and have her play it better than Squidward. Wasn't he good though? I thought he was bad and then he became he played, good. He played clar- he he's a bad clarinet and then for some reason he just becomes good at random times. Right. Because I don't know. We could get him in our because eighth grade plot. band. Because you know? of plot basically. Yeah. Right. We have if like the plot seven says it has to be bad clarinets. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder if I could get him a job. On the streets of Eden Rapids, you know, and then George, who waves at our cars, will be like, guy. "What do you have against George?" Or oh, George will be angry at Squidward, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because he'll annoy people. I wonder if Squidward would enjoy waving at cars all day. I just, it just annoys me that people honk their horns at him. Like what the heck? Right. Just wave back. Or be like, yo, Giorgio. I don't wave at George. What? <laughs> Why not? It's not my job. Oh, that's true. He's like a town icon. I know, and I don't know why. <laughs> this is what, it's what he does with his retirement? I don't know. Just sits in the corner and waves at cars, and people lap it up. Here I am, doing umpteen <laughs> podcasts. Where's, my, where's people waving at me? You gotta stand outside and wave at them. I guess so. You can do your podcast outside on the street and have people be like, oh, <coughs> hello, and throw things at you from their cars. Yeah. That happens anyway. Yep. Back to where we were, which yeah. I don't know. This is where we start to lose that a little bit because SpongeBob and uh, Patrick tell Squidward that he can't play the Kalarnet badly outdoors because it's going to attract. Sea bears. Sea bears. And Squidward says that sea bears are not real and they should stop. But then he's like, you know what? It's They're true because they said so on the newspaper. The fake science monthly. Yeah. And they're very <laughs> real. And here's all the things that can attract them. <clears throat> Never play clarinet. Stomp around. Eat cubed cheese, wave around flashlights, wear around a sombrero in goofy fashion, a hoop skirt, clown shoes in a goofy fashion, or yell like a monkey. And so, he does all of those things. Decides to do all of them. Because he's like, ha ha ha. In an attempt to disprove SpongeBob and Patrick. Yes. And then. But he should know by now. He should know by now never to do that. <laughs> because he's like, oh yeah, it's fine. The, the, no sea bear has attacked me. But it's because he wasn't wearing the sombrero in a goofy enough fashion. Right. When he wears the sombrero in goofy fashion, guess what shows up? Yeah. SpongeBob and Patrick, though, are so 
worried about this. That they, they have an anti-sea bear circle. Yep, which is just a circle. And it cannot hurt you inside of the anti-sea bear circle. A little bit like Lost. Sure. You've never seen Lost. Why would I? <laughs> uh, so... A sea bear attacks Squidward, yep. and then he still is refusing to get into the anti-sea bear circle because he doesn't think that it works. Mm-hmm. And then he, he's like, no, I'm going to run away. And then him running away oh, just Running away just makes the sea, the sea bear, bear angrier. And then he limps away, and oh, then the sea bear... It, right. Yeah. And then he like crawls away, makes yeah, it yeah, angrier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he throws the stick to Squidward, and Squidward's going to draw his own anti-sea bear circle. But he draws an oval, which gets him attacked again. Just, just makes that sea and bear then he angrier still. joins the original sea bear circle. Says enough of this. Jumps into the circle. The sea bear comes along and goes, You guys. But can't you attack them. meddling kids. Mm-hmm. And then the sea bear goes away. And then a sea rhino won't be taken away. Will not be unattracted to this sea bear circle right you have to wear your undergarments thank goodness you're wearing your sea rhinoceros because the thing that undergarments attracts the sea rhinos is sea bear attacks yes and that's the end well yeah the end is squidward realizing that he's not wearing the right underwear and he's gonna get murdered again <laughs> your thoughts on this one stelly i Iconic. Iconic? Iconic. Yeah, I, I get the impression that sea bear and sea rhinoceros are things. And the anti-sea bear circle mm-hmm. and the campfire song. Campfire song. Superb. Superb. And I, yeah, I, I love... We've, we've been... We've done this before, I guess, but the ridiculous rules that SpongeBob and Patrick seem to be just making up in the spur of the moment always come true yeah and squidward is just helpless to do anything about it he just never realizes over and over again right he's the ultimate plot armor correct good use of that as well basically every character is though everyone in spongebob should be dead by now oh yeah sure like on multiple that sea bear attack eight times should have well that's the thing that the sea bear doesn't seem to want to Eat Squidward. He just wanted to beat, beat him, him up. up. <laughs> that Squidward should have never been able to walk again. Right. But he just does anyway. And animals don't really do that too much. They don't just beat other animals up for the sake of it. They tend to want to eat them. Yeah. But, but not the sea bear. Not the sea I bear. I like the fact that it, was, it really was just a, a bear that was made <laughs> to look like a fish. And the sea rhino as well was. It's just a rhino. Mm-hmm. With a sea fishy, bits. fishy, <laughs> Big fins. fishy bits. yeah. But it still had the rhino, the rhino head and the horn, a horn. <clears throat> That's that word. What kind of score are you going to give this one then, Stelly? Nine. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. I thought it was pretty good. Pretty solid episode. I thought it was funny. Quite. Well, that's us through another episode. I think we've only got five more, six more to do, and then season three is done. Done. It seemed to take us forever to get through season one, but I feel like we've flown through season three. Anyway, 
If you want to get a hold of us, you can drop us a line at spongebobsquarecast at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter at sbsquarecast, although I never, I never post there anymore. Just listen to the show. That's enough. Yeah. 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 Am I finishing the song? <clears throat> Google has genuine official lyrics for this one. Oh, and so I find does. that hilarious. <laughs> okay, let's go. Quite love Google. I call this one the Campfire Song Song. Let's gather around the campfire and sing our <laughs> campfire song, our C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. Oh, well done. And if you don't think that we can sing it faster, episodes, then folks. you're we'll wrong. Next week but it'll help if you just Take sing along. Cheers. Bum, Bye-bye. bum, bum. C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. And if you don't think that we can sing it faster, then you are wrong. But it'll help if you just sing along.